you know what's funny? What's that? Our setup, like, I think you could convince somebody that we're in the same room. Like, maybe we'd have to adjust it a little bit, but there is kind yeah. of a sense like... Oh my god! Like, maybe we're in one of those studios with a big table, right? And yeah. I'm at one end of it, and you're at the other end of it, and, you know... Uh, and someone's like, uh, in episode 21, uh, he said he moved to a different state, so I don't think that they're in the same room. I wish people talked about our episode. I want people to theorize. We'll yeah, we will. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're already there. They're just not posting it, you know? They're thinking yeah. it, talking about it with their friends. They're afraid to share what they know. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell, uh, you didn't respond to my text when I asked you about what we were going to do oh, for the episode today. So I'd like to point that right, out. I did. <laughs> yeah, no, you did not. Um, did you? So, because this is our Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. By the way, welcome Happy, to the Neon Valley wait, Podcast. I was going to say, you never introduced. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I, yeah, I recorded like, I've, I've been recording for like 10 minutes, I think. I, 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 don't, I don't know why I'm not shocked i at this point realizing that we kind of just started and things happened but yes yeah. uh i did not answer your text and i never plan to again no i think that yeah very excited to share our thanksgiving traditions um sacrifices all those things that go with the thanksgiving merriment of the season yeah picking the youngest for slaughter you know, because sometimes they try to laughter. Oh, sometimes I'm sorry, dyslexia. Sometimes I add an S to the word laughter. <laughs> dyslexia does not add an S. Uh, I think it does. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I absolutely. I thought we could talk about some fun things, but you know, before we get into the Thanksgiving of it all, uh, I'm holding this as if I'm gonna, as if we're gonna present something to you that has to do with this. I don't. This is this is a later thing. Uh -huh. this, this is no, nothing. No, go on. That's fine. That's I, fine. If two two can play this game, I do. Are they the same color? The, oh, close. no. This is this is a matte gray. But but. Oh, okay. This is like a blue faux leather. Got it from Five Below. Five not not sponsored, but should be. They're below. good. <laughs> right off the bat, Take going ahead and getting our not sponsored sponsors out. Yeah, if you're playing Neon Valley <laughs> drinking game people. or Neon Valley bingo, there you go. You're, you've hit a spot. Uh, ooh, we should we should make some Neon Valley bingo cards. Start passing bingo those out in the Discord. Ate my baby. Well, no, my baby is fine. I'm glad I got to look at you say that because you weren't even confident. At least when I can't <laughs> see you, I I can assume you're saying it with confidence. I didn't. I didn't even no. see it in your face that time. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, I was gonna say. Just ask. Did you have any other topics you wanted to talk about? Anything new in your life? Uh, something you want to plug? Anything like that? Something you've been working on for a while that released the other day that uh, people have been responding pretty well to. Anything like that specific? I think we might be talking about your new game. That's currently available on, I was going to say all platforms, but that wouldn't be correct yet. 
Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, hold on. Um, not, no, I guess, so you don't have anything? I wasn't going to, okay, yeah, sure. Let's talk about that. I completely separate, different thing. Entirely. Yeah. Uh, my game is out, kind of. It's a demo. It's on itch.io. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, no, I'm really, I'm, I'm very proud of it. Uh, you it's, should be. It's short enough. I've seen, on average, I've noticed people go through it in about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, because most YouTube videos I've watched of it are about 18 to 30 minutes long, but they're also edited down at a few parts. So, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking about... I. I'm going to try to speed run it just so that way there's a period in time where I had the fastest time on that game. You know, Gerbils actually live streamed it today and he currently holds the record for the speed run. And he said that once the full release comes out, he's going to speed run it. By the way, I don't have proof that he holds you. the record for the speed run. I just watched <laughs> him play on live stream and he died once. And then he was like, to get back to that part, you're about to see the world's only scare B&B live stream. I never said the name. The The game is called <laughs> Scare B&B. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, and that is the letters B, the letter N, and then the letter B. In case anybody thought it got it confused with like a B, the bug, uh, a knee, the body part, and then a B, the another bug. I, I just wanted to make sure that we cleared that out of the air because a lot of people got confused. A lot of people got confused by that. I forgot to close my window, so I'm just going to close my window real quick. <laughs> I also realized that N... Does not sound like knee. No, I didn't have to say it. Does not sound like knee. I don't know why in my head I'm like, I'm probably because it rhymes and I'm constantly. Ma He's gone. <laughs> uh, oh, thank God. All right. Yeah, I don't know why I thought knee sounded like N, but here we are. Yeah, it doesn't. Anyway, Mitchell, do you want to start with our with our Thanksgiving traditions and or memories? What 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 do you do as a family? What's your Thanksgiving? Uh, What's your Thanksgiving go-tos? My foot's stuck. So we have this kind of new tradition, uh, and I think part of it is a lot of us as the kids' generation are older now. Uh, my daughter is now the youngest in our family that's going to be there, and the next youngest kid is, I want to say, like 15 or 16. So now that we got into this age, a lot of us each get to pick one item, and we're responsible for making that. So I've been put in charge of the mac and cheese, which I'm very excited about. The one thing I didn't take into consideration was last year, I made mac and cheese for 30 people. And I wasn't supposed to make it so that way every person needed a full portion of it. But I just took it as there's 30 people, I need 30 people's worth of mac and cheese. And so I've been told to hold back that I don't need to make it for 30 people because there's other sides and not everyone's going to have mac and cheese. I still might make it for 30 people just because it's fucking funny. So wait, but, are you saying th th like 30 servings or like 30 portion? Like, all right. So for wait. example, all right, hear me out. I'm saying, are you thinking like 30 people's worth of scoops of mac and cheese? Or are you saying 30 people's worth of like a full box of mac and cheese? One, I did not use craft. I two, assumed, I assumed, I assumed. But two, uh, no, it was, it was actually servings. Okay. But now I'm also okay. like. Because that would have been 30? hilarious. Just have, there, come in with I'm 30 like... bowls of mac and cheese. Well, wanted to make sure there was enough for everyone. 
because I'm also like, okay, maybe it was more like 15 to 20. No, it was 20, 20 that I did. I was like, I don't think we had 30 people there. But That's still so much mac and cheese. That's dude, I brought, like, people ate it. Like, it was good. Like, people oh, enjoyed yeah, it. And I still had, because I think I took over, like, two or three full, like, tin trays of it. And I brought back at least one full untouched tray. I think one we got through, a little bit of another one. We had mac and cheese for so long. <laughs> but I'm very excited. Uh, Amazing. Another kind of... This one is less of a tradition and more of, I just think, a really great Thanksgiving memory that, you know, we shared together. Mm. Was the time that I decided in our very first apartment together that I was like, yeah, I'm going to make a Thanksgiving turkey. I've never done this before, but mm. I, I'm sure I could figure it out. Tyler, would you like to tell the people what kind of turkey I decided to make that year? Um. So people might even be kind of confused by that statement alone, because it's like, what do you mean, what kind of turkey? <laughs> like, there's just turkey. You bake a turkey. No, no, my friends. Uh, no, no. Our brother-in-arms here decided, our one and only Hokage decided that he needed a shake-and-bake turkey. So the Ricky Bobby in him bought what like three boxes of shake and bake it was like three or four boxes because it wasn't even like a small yeah. turkey no I it was, was like, a full nah, size I'm, it's I'm, a real I'm, turkey yeah um the incredible thing is that it was good like it was not the best turkey i've ever had i can't let you no, have that um, i will be honest it was a little dry but i mean of course the the breadcrumbs are going to soak up a lot of the moisture from the shake and bake but it was a such like, I am just still blown away to this day that we had an actual edible turkey dinner come out of that oven. Because the second you said shake and bake, me and Audrey were like, oh, oh, no. What did, why? Why? why, why but yeah, no, nobody got sick. No? You you could taste the shake nobody and bake on it. Sick. I, I did have to use a trash bag because it was the only bag that was large enough to put a turkey in and, and do the shaking. Oh, yeah, to actually to <laughs> coat it. To, yeah, which you didn't have to. I mean, like, that is that is, that is the appeal of shake and bake. <laughs> but you could have just basted it or, like, used, a, like, you know, your hands to coat it and cover it. Nah, you, you didn't you have needed, to. You, you needed the full effect in order for it to taste authentic. It's like if you go to Italy, you're going to get real tomato. They're not going to give you Heinz. It's the same thing, and I'm totally not going to offend anybody. What the hell does that but, even mean? If you go to Italy, they're going to give you a real tomato, not Heinz. What are you, what are you, what are you in what context? Where are you going and asking for a tomato, and they go, ah, Heinz ketchup is good enough. <laughs> what are you talking about? You get a salad, you know, you don't want a Heinz ketchup, you just want a tomato for it. You want it. an actual tomato, and you're not going to get that in America. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have tomatoes in America. I, I think I know what you mean. You're saying, like, I think you'd be like pot, like sauces, like pasta sauces. Or something. Oh, you're getting a real tomato. Sure. Yeah. You don't even know. You don't even no. know. Yeah, no. That's okay. But it's, that's it sounded good. Uh, no, that was going to be one of mine if you didn't bring it up, but I assume you would. Uh, yeah. And I will say, Thanksgiving is um, not much of a banger holiday, you know? It's a banger family holiday, you know? I have a lot of family memories, but they're not like, whoa, you wouldn't believe fucking 
cousin Jeff did this. It, no, it's my, my family's pretty tame. They only like really started drinking together as a family. Like after the kids our age turned 21, that's when it was like, okay. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it was about that turning point, but we never had bottles of wine. Like maybe they would have one bottle of wine at the end of the night. If you wanted either coffee or wine for dessert, you could have that. But that was it. But by the time I was 22 going to like Easter, there was like bottles of vodka, wine, fucking mixers, shit like that, you know? So uh, that, but that only happened like somewhat recently. So yeah, I I don't have any like crazy Thanksgiving memories. I, I, I loved all of our Friendsgivings that we would have, you know? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, or Danksgiving. Remember like a couple of years it was the week before Thanksgiving on that Thursday, we would all get together and just get insurmountably high. Mm. Like, so Those high. Those the days. By the way, uh, I, I want to... I, I used the word insurmountably there and then got in my head about whether or not it was like a real word because something happened recently on this podcast and not, nobody's pointed it out. It's not like, it's not a thing and it's fine. But I've used a word like three times in this podcast what word it's i'll get to it and it's it sounds like a word and it's close to a word and if you if you think about it in the context of what i'm saying you wouldn't even question it apparently i haven't it's emblifies it's the amplification of something that is not a word and it's not even like it's like I thought it meant like oh it it uh it's the perfect there is a word god damn it see now what, I have to like look it symbolize up basically but uh it's like okay. the, um it feels weird having more dead air with video even though I can cut it out just as much as I do oh, in the yeah. audio version it feels so much weirder having it with video I'm like oh god exemplify oh uh, okay that's that's the word I've been trying to say I see for, where you fucked For up. multiple podcasts. But I said mm. emblify as it's like the emblem. But it's like, oh yeah, like you knew. But it's like, I. but I'm saying that it should be a word, right? Like, oh, it's the emblem of something. Oh, it emblifies it. It's it's like, it's, uh, I, I think it works. I think. Question. Yeah. If you got that into Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Yeah. Does that mean you were wrong or the world just hadn't caught up to that word yet? Mm. Like Eminem created Stan as a word mm. and it is part of like our regular language now. Yeah. So hmm. are are you saying right now on live stream that Eminem was wrong? Yes or no? Yes. No. Camera just cuts. <laughs> just throw your chair and get up and leave. <laughs> The old TV, like where it goes, like, and then it's like the color bars and the, <laughs> please stand by. But yeah, not a real word. I'm sorry if anybody has listened to this podcast and went, that's a good word of the day. Going to use that tomorrow. And then all of your friends made fun of you. All of your Somebody scholarly used that friends. In a meeting and they got fired because you've been feeding misinformation. Yeah. God, I, I felt so dumb. It's because I heard myself say it when I was listening back to, and editing it. And I was like, Something about that doesn't sound right. And, yep, uh, sure enough, I was right. I could have just left it unknown. I would have been fine. But what are you going to do? Speaking of misinformation, I'm just going to throw this out there. 
I'm going to give I'm going to give two things. One of these is true. One of these is not. Okay. And if you would like to join in, well, you're already telling my... me which one is true and which one is not. I could. It's the left one is is true. Oh, okay. Oh, now God. you don't know. Now, now I have no up. fucking idea. Okay, sorry. Go on. If if you want to join in on the misinformation, you should join the Discord. Now then, one Scourge has never bowled a day in his life. Two. Scourge wanted to join the Coast Guard because of Kelso. One of these things is misinformation. One of these things is not. Is the misin... Are you fucking with me? Oh, wait, no, I hear it now. No, never mind. There it is. I thought... No... Listen, I know the second one is real. I just, I thought you said the opposite of the first one. So I was like, wait, they're oh. both true. I was like, what, is, what do you, what kind of game are you playing here? You motherfucker. A bowling game. What, um, but is I've, it a okay. bowling match? A bowling set? Uh, you've never played. You wouldn't know. Yeah, I'm actually, actually don't know. Uh, a bowling round? What? What, game, what do you I think, call I think that? it's a game. A game. Let's go play a game of bowling. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that doesn't sound right. No round. Maybe I'm trying to imagine like because my dad used to watch bowling in the mornings, and I'm trying to imagine what it would say if it was no because there's only leagues. one game. There isn't. There's frames within a game. So yeah, you're just playing a game. I guess there is no word for it. I don't think. Cause it's like you wouldn't. Cause yes, we we you play multiple games when you go bowling, but like you can just play one. That's the whole point of it. Is you, but then why wouldn't it just be a round? Because a round implies you need to play more. I wanted to make sure your headphones were on for this. A round, yep, yep. A ra no, just kidding. A round implies that you need to play more. Like, cause you wouldn't just call something that's one round a round. You would just say that's the game. But round it, of golf. Okay, you did get me there. That's pretty good. And that's the most, that's the worst use of the word <laughs> round you could ever right? use. It's like well, six out. A, a round of golf. It's like the longest sporting thing anyone can do. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. It's just <laughs> overcompensating. It's, it's trying to convince your wife you're not gone for that long. Oh, it's just a round of golf. Don't worry, sweetie. Or in my case, it's, it's Audrey trying to convince me she's not going <laughs> the other home. way around. Um, I'm so okay. I got kind of sidetracked there. What the hell was I even saying? Because I <laughs> originally, because we we've gone through a few. We went through the misinformation. We went through the bowling match. We talked about you making up words. Uh, we talked about thanksgiving traditions i think that was the original well yeah happy we'll thanksgiving everyone yeah happy thanksgiving we'll circle back to that um mm. so no with with my family uh we had we had your stereotypical white ass thanksgiving like we would connect three tables in the house and there'd be a giant turkey in the middle all the sides splayed along very norman rockwell and we would always, our traditions were that we would always have each holiday at a specific family member's house. So like Christmas was always our grandparents' house because it was kind of the nicest house to go to. All the grandkids could come and all that stuff. Thanksgiving was our aunt and uncle's house. 
uh, Easter was always a toss-up between one of the aunts or my grandparents. And then I'm now realizing that we never had one at our house, and it's probably because it was not nice enough. That's fine. <laughs> Is it? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? No! We would always kind of have football on the TV. Me and my cousin would be playing video games, waiting for the mac and cheese to be done, because that is the most important part. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I was in charge of the mac and cheese last year for me and Audrey's Thanksgiving with her brother. and Respect. Much like you, I did make way too much, because <laughs> the recipe I made called for, like, a party's worth, you know? So, like, nine to ten people, and I made it for three people. So there was a bit left. I ate it for about three days after the fact. Yep. It's really good though. You start hey. getting creative sandwiches with mac and cheese. Dude, a noodle sandwich. Let's go. We tried a mac and cheese quesadilla. It wasn't for Thanksgiving. Oh, no, uh, no, but it made me vom. It was not good. So hard. No, it, that it wasn't was that night. night. Was it that oh. night? Oh. No, it was that night. It was that night. All, all I know is the texture was not kosher. Yeah. No, it wasn't good. It's something that you could probably sell to a stoned college student and they wouldn't question it. They'd just be like, whoa, this is fire. Like, give it to him with some hot sauce or something. I mean, like, yeah. I I was part of the, the duo that came up with it and I, I was a stoned college student. So that, that checks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, oh, yeah. Please. Did you realize, like, mac and cheese is not a staple for a lot of people for Thanksgiving? Oh, oh, this we is what we can about, talk about. Can we yes. talk about how people are, are wrong? Like, yeah. I'm willing to tell you, you're wrong if you don't have mac. I recently found out I thought ham was something we had at Thanksgiving, and my cousin was telling me we haven't had ham. And she always makes the ham, which really confused me. But I feel like ham... You're being gaslit. That right, well, like no, ham I, makes sense. But ham is thing. It, ham is Christmas. That's me. I that's my. Sad. Yeah, ham is Christmas. I think we <laughs> also do have a ham at Thanksgiving sometimes, because I think some people don't like turkey. I think that's what happens. Is like turkey. Let's be honest. Of all the meats, turkey's the worst. Okay, maybe pork is the worst, but turkey is close. Like it's healthier, but it's not tastier. It's not. And like if you. Pour a bunch of salt on it and put it between some bread and have a turkey sandwich with some stuffing on it or something. Delicious. That's amazing. But that's the only also way. shake and bake. It's amazing. Yeah, or shake and bake. Yeah. <laughs> now I get why you did it. No, yeah. So I can see why ham would become the secondary staple to Thanksgiving because a lot of people find turkeys kind of gross. Mashed you know? potato. I think mashed potatoes have to be the second oh, staple of Thanksgiving. 100%. Um, I think green beans is the green. I know some say collard greens really depends on your ethnicity and culture and background. Let's be honest, but both uh, are gross. Both are shit. You just don't like anything green. Let's just be honest. Okay. You got me there, but mac and cheese absolutely belongs at Thanksgiving dinner. Please at me. It does. No, 100%. Please. I brought this up at work. This was last year. Actually. I had this big debate. I went around to everyone at my job because, um, actually, I could go find out, but I really don't want to get up right now. I believe it was Audrey who was the one who said, like, oh, yeah, you can make mac and cheese if you want. And I was like, well, then if I don't, who will? She was like, oh, right. well, 
she was like, oh, well, I, we just won't have mac and cheese. And I was like, well, that's like Let's saying. Let's just not eat dinner. Yeah. I'm sorry. There won't be chairs at, at Thanksgiving <laughs> Yeah, today. we just won't have a table to eat off of. No, we'll... no utensils. We're using our hands like savages. No, no, no mac and cheese. Are you out of your mind? So I had a, I had, I went around the store and at my job and surprisingly it came out almost like 50 50 if not leaning more towards people not having mac and cheese as a staple i don't get it you taking notes yeah no kill half the population <laughs> as dwight Schrute once said i don't know if this is too soon but we need another plague i, was, I, was I don't say. i don't know if that's too soon <laughs> I like it how you made an office reference and I made a Thanos reference. This is why we have a podcast. <laughs> this is exactly why we have a podcast. Yeah. But uh, yes, mac and cheese belongs. Joseph, put the score on the board. <laughs> Ding dong. By the way, I just want to point this out real quick that I because we have video now, I am hoping to post more like TikTok content and stuff like that. And yes. I guarantee, guarantee within the first two videos, we're going to get the comment uh oh so they're just giving podcasts to anyone now huh because that's like everyone's comment on every podcast i see on tiktok oh yeah and i just want to tell those people yeah that's kind of how they work like if that's you if you just get a microphone <laughs> and you just get a friend or someone you know that's the hard part i know but if you just get someone you know or a friend that wants to talk with you for an extended period of time, then yeah, yeah, they will literally give these to anybody. They're handing them out in droves. It's nuts. Yeah, the way that they, they kind of preface it, it's like, yeah, by definition, there's like no laws. You don't have to get a, a certificate and they only give out a specific number of podcast licenses per year to like, yeah, they, literally yeah. they give it out. They don't even give it out. Anyone just does it. Yeah. Is it like a misunderstanding of how like... It's kind of like how I think some people assume that if you hear a song online that it's been released by a major label or something like, oh, well, if I heard it or on the radio or so it's or I've seen a music video that it must be some kind of big conglomerate. But like nowadays, it could just be one dude doing his own thing, you know, and that's kind of how podcasts are, too, obviously now where, yeah, just people are just throwing their shit together and making their own show. And I think some people assume like, wow, people are really giving these guys money to do this and it's like no no nobody's giving us no. any money to do this at all <laughs> hence all of our we're not sponsored sponsor please sponsor us sponsorships that we don't have 100 percent though so i don't know you got any other thanksgiving stuff to talk about i that kind of sucked but uh <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a great topic when you go on tangents um yeah, talk about Off other of things. multiple tangents. Hey, we talked about the mac and cheese thing. That's very, something I'm very passionate about. Um, more people, yeah, me, me as well, need to have mac and cheese as a staple. So anyway, we're gonna talk about Deep House, the Deep House, 2021's. Say, don't fuck that up. Movie. Um, just want to say, Mitchell, you're back. It's like I never left. You're back Except in full force, gone. baby. You had a few bangers. You had a few bangers in a row. What? Oh, did you? All right. Oh, we're hold gonna on. Need to, we're, all right. This, isn't, all right. this no, no, wasn't no, no. a troll? Okay. Okay. So, no, we're going to start with our format. Oh, yeah? Wait, are those notes on the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got four and a half pages of notes. Four pages of notes. I'm sorry. 
Are you writing notes now? That's not how it works. You can't do that. No, I'm 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 writing notes on your notes. Are you? Oh, I mean, you haven't said them yet, but oh, is but this I my quarterly imagine. performance? Shit, you failed. I'll be taking your bonus this year. All right, go I ahead and uh... we watched 2021's The Deep House, directed by some guy, directed by Alexandre Bustillo and Julian Maury. I probably butchered their names. Uh, two French guys. Mm. Two French guys. Uh, uh, starring a couple, I would assume, unknown actors. At least I don't recognize them. Maybe they're known overseas. But Camille Rowe and James Jagger. Jagger? Jagger? Jagger. If I keep trying to pronounce it, I'm going to say a <laughs> slur. So I, I'm going to stop now. You should. You should definitely stop. <laughs> Please, God, I'm going to stop now. But, um, okay, so from, from your reaction... It's sounding like this was not a movie you intended to troll me with, but let me describe it. So it's about a house that has been preser preserved perfectly under this lake. Uh, there was a big flood back in the day that totally covered this town. And there's like a house that's been completely preserved. And there's this couple who are, they are like YouTube adventurers, I guess. They make YouTube videos of like, or are hot. Do they make specifically haunted YouTube videos or just like interesting place YouTube videos? I couldn't really tell. So this is something I had noticed on the second watch. My first watch, I had thought they were into haunted, but I realized he doesn't believe in haunted things. He just likes doing YouTube videos on ruins, torn down places to kind yeah. of get like the history of things. Um, and she's and kind of views. just along for the ride. Well, he, that's his focus. She's yeah. just kind of along for the ride, but she's come to enjoy their exploration, just not the internet side of things. Yes. Um, yeah, you get that vibe right out of the gate. They kind of try to make it clear, which, okay. I'm not, I, I know we shouldn't get immediately into notes, right? But I... Here we are. The first line of this movie is, wait, so tell me, baby. I paused it. I paused it and I rewound it because I was so confused by that being the first line of the movie. Like, I don't know if it was just the inflection or, it, but it sounded like there should have been seven lines before that. And it wasn't even done in a way that sounds like, oh, you're just coming into a conversation. They were walking silently for a second. And then she just turns around and goes, wait, so tell me, baby. <laughs> and I, I, Okay, so can we say the acting isn't, like, the best? It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. It, it's not A1 level acting. No. Um, I, I have seen worse. Yes. I, and I have seen worse. I don't... I may have misunderstood you, the, the, the female character. Uh, Camille yes. Rowe. Let me see what her name was. I'm sorry. I don't even remember. Tina. That's right. He kept yelling, Tina! Mm -hmm. uh, she was supposed to be an American who lives in France, correct? Because I think the guy says yes. like, oh, I've never met an American who can speak such good French. And yet her accent, her American accent was not American. Like, like at one point, like she says like, oh, you're just in shock. And she says like, you're just in shock. And I was like, no part of America says shock. 
Like that's not what we say. And like, I mean, maybe it's just the French, but, but my whole, my whole point, and there was a lot of times this happened. And my whole point is, is like, why make her an American character who speaks French when you could just make her a French character? And then all of this like language, weird things that were sticking out to me won't matter. Um, but it was just strange. Her, her, Amer her, in I should say English. I, I say American because like when I say English, I don't want to confuse it with like Ben's English because he's British. Right. Yeah. And he speaks English. So I'm trying to say like her American accent. Um, no, I think that's fair. I think an American accent is different from an English accent. Yeah. Her, her third line of the movie, fuck ghosts, right? Love that. That's a great line. That's a good line. Um, fuck they sound ghosts, like YouTubers. Right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I did say shots and writing are good. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I said shots and lighting are good. Writing is trash. And music. I thought the music they they used well. There was a few times where it felt like I'm pretty sure it was stock music, but I don't blame them. I've used it before. A lot of people have, you know what I mean? But it's like, I almost like recognized it. I was like, oh, that's that's pixabay.com backslash music backslash tension building mp3 um it's like i know that one uh so the writing is pretty bad i don't like the writing in this movie at all the dialogue doesn't sound natural to me like at all and i guess you could kind of excuse it by the fact that they're not american-born english well no she's supposed to be never mind i guess that's not an excuse i i just don't there's some of the dialogue that feels very like forced and stilted i don't i don't think i wrote down exact lines here but like like when she's in the bathtub at the beginning and is like timing herself mm -hmm. breathing um mm -hmm. that's when i noticed i was like this is shot pretty well i, I like this composition the lighting is really nice like mm -hmm. it, it's like all of it sounds good the sound design actually was really well like you could hear like a lot of the outside environments it was very it was nice mm -hmm. and then when he pulls up he says something uh, i can splice it in since we have video now and like i'll probably do oh, it in yeah. the audio and then she responds and i just immediately was pulled out and it was just like like i feel like this is not how people talk to each other and i don't know if they're dating i don't know if they're brother and sister i don't know but then that's cleared up very quickly like it doesn't take long yeah. for them to clear that. but i don't know there was something about those interactions that wasn't quite telling me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I know I'm probably gonna shit on this movie a lot, but I will give you a chance to defend yourself. Okay. Right. And you may, you may convince me. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe there's something I've. Maybe I just went in cynical. You know, which I do. No, not you. Not you. Impossible. I did laugh because um, when she comes out, she lied about her time. She got like a one twenty two, and then she says she got three minutes. Uh, so I just wrote liar on the, you on the paper see every time she did it. That's her best time. No, she lied. The implication is she lied. And that, which is why the end is the way the end is. I think that's yep. supposed to be the whatever. But what I'm laugh what I found so funny is that the guy goes only three minutes and then hands her a cigarette. Like, oh, oh, your lungs only had enough capacity to last three minutes. You better bulk up, buddy. Here's a cigarette. Like, I, I, I don't know. Open up those lungs. Yeah. Uh, they're French, so it's fine. I get it. Well, they're they're not, whatever. Um, 
it, it, it's so weird how this movie for me balanced this line of like very high budget and very well crafted because like the amount of work that has to go into this movie is unreal. Oh, yeah. Is unreal. Like that's this that's... is not like a CGI to do everything. This is um no. and I, I did actually a little research on how they filmed it. Very, very intricate, um very detailed. I I think I think for me what it is is that I can't quite get over the final product to fully let me not so much appreciate. I do appreciate all the work that it went into it and like think it's incredible. But it's just that the final product doesn't necessarily give me something that goes like, oh, that was all worth it. You know, like mm. at the end of the day, because I, I think most of the movie is very, it drones on. It kind of is a little bored. There's not much tension, even though like I'm the most terrified person of water ever. <laughs> but I didn't feel like the threat was established early enough. The last 20 minutes are pretty fun. Like the the last 20 minutes are good. I think the last 20 minutes should should have been most of the movie. Like we have the threat early on when they enter the house and then they're kind of being chased by it. And then I think there should have, like I even had notes and stuff where I was saying like, I, I honestly think near the end, like there should have been an air pocket that they were able to go to in the house and kind of regroup. And then, but they can't get out from that air pocket they're still trapped in the house, but it's like this perfect little like kind of like, oh, we can fit up here and like breathe for a second. Um, because without that, it almost felt like too claustrophobic. I don't know. How do, how do you feel? I want to let you talk about it for a little bit. I kind of went on my rant. So I I will agree where I feel like the beginning intro part and even, you know, up way to the first, you know, 60-ish percent of the movie. There's a lot of building this you know this is their relationship they're dating they're traveling around that could have been done in less time to provide them with more time to actually experience things and more like close cut situations um or the movie could have been longer because it's only an hour and 20 minutes or something like that. yeah it's it's not like if they added on an additional 30 40 minutes and Oh, there, buddy. Maybe, maybe 20. All right. All right. 15, 20, 30 15, minutes. 15, 20. All right. <laughs> or if it was something like, and, and this is kind of something that, you know, we'll get into as well. Um, there's a guy named Pierre and Ben, I think his name is Ben, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He meets Pierre while they're at the lake trying to find a, a good spot to scuba dive to find something cool. And it's totally a tourist trap where they're at. And this is where I was like, really? So he walks up to get food and there's a guy just sitting there that just so happens to know this. Like, I thought it would have made more sense, right? If he is sitting there at the table trying to figure out, oh, you know, our our plan is busted. You know, maybe we can find somebody that knows a good spot. And there's like a spooky looking van with like a weird guy hanging out. And he goes and seeks him out versus, oh, you're sitting right next to the food truck where I'm going to yeah. go get some food from. It, it was yeah. a little too easy. And no, if that, that guy or if it was something like this guy was in the background of shots that like they didn't notice and he had been following them and kind of set himself up to be there because he's been like targeting them. He's somebody who followed them online and was able to kind of follow their footsteps that way. I think that would have been a more interesting buildup to get them to that spot. 
Yeah. Um, he, he could have even been, hey, he could have been a, a follower who commented like, hey, you should check out this spot. And then when they I get there, really good, yep. it's it's overpopulated. So now that there there's even like a little like red herring where it's like, well, would it be him who brought them there? Like, why would he bring them to the place that's overpopulated? Wouldn't he bring them straight to the lake? Like, you can at least have an open ended thing there. I 100 percent agree. I didn't like how they handled that. He could have you could have even literally don't even have to do all of that. You could have just had him overhear their conversation and he walks up and he's like, hey, I don't want to be weird, but I know a place that you guys could go. And they're kind of like. Uh, no thank you and then ben's like oh, wait hold on a sec you know like there there were so many more ways that would have felt more realistic than oh he just strikes up a conversation with the guy next mm. to a food truck yeah. that just so happens to be the guy that is going to take him so that part like again, yeah. like again real, the intro uh, part yep. real quick because oh, I, I had a note about that exact yep. part i just wanted to say uh yeah i said that guy explained a lot of exposition in 10 seconds because he walks up to the food truck which, by the way, I have circled here. French food trucks have wine. Good to know. Uh, and did he come back with wine? Yeah, those were they were like plastic cups of wine. Which I guess when oh, you're at like okay. a festival or something like that, you'll oh, get yeah, plastic cups yeah. or like an outdoor event. Um, but no, I because I noticed he walked over there. He stops for a second, and you see him kind of be like, "Ah, we were doing this," and then you know Tina goes, "Oh, don't invite him over to drink or whatever she says out loud or she thinks it or something." And then he just goes and gets his drinks and then walks back. And they literally, their interaction was like 10 seconds. And maybe it was cut so that you don't see how long their interaction was, but it, it was very short. And then he comes back and he goes, oh yeah, he says that this place is kind of a, it's a letdown for a lot of other people. But he did say he knows about this other place. It's a little ways down the road. We have to follow him there. It's a lake, under, but there's a house that's perfectly preserved under that lake. It's like so much exposition. That's like, if, if I walked up to a guy that was sitting in front of a food truck and he said that much to me in 10 seconds, I'd be like, okay, dude. I'm going to get my drinks now. Like no fucking way. But I don't know that, that, that was a little weird. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you that. I think they, they really drew out their relationship to kind of show like, Oh, it's a, it's a loving couple that goes and explores the introduction to Pierre and him getting them there was a little bit. Uh, it was very unrealistic. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But forced. what I, what I think I did like about at least the dialogue was I felt like it did feel like a couple and Ben definitely felt like a, a guy who wants to make it on YouTube. Now, yeah. one thing I thought was kind of interesting was the amount of like expensive equipment this guy had for trying to make it big on YouTube. Because he has so, like this four 4K drone that's underwater that follows him and this sonar device. James that I'm like, Cameron doesn't Steel? even have that fucking thing, dude. Like, I don't know what that was. No, I actually have here. I, I like I, if he was an engineer and built it, that makes more sense. Yeah, I, I we've talked about this before in other reviews. I think with oh man, it was with uh, no, it wasn't ICU. It was um the one with the uh, the. The brother who's dead, but not really oh. dead. What fuck was that movie called, man? I think you lost me again. No, I hear the you. One where, the one where they, they start out by telling you, 
like the brother that's involved and then it's like oh it's just like, kidding he's kill- not there the whole time it's a pun yeah the name is a pun it's like n- kill k- killer instinct no uh ice it's it's hold on let me look at our terrorize terrorize thank you okay we talked about this a bit in terrorize where it's like the um camera language you know like okay well you're trying to make it clear that this camera is from the point of view of this person you know so they're gonna do this i didn't like how early on in this movie there was no clarification of like am i looking at the cinematic camera that's following this movie or am i looking at this guy's pov because there's the part where he's like walking through the street talking and then like turns slowly and she's peeing and then she's like oh stop or whatever you know it but the camera is so clean and it moves and tracks so smoothly that it doesn't feel like a POV camera. And then later you see him with this tiny little GoPro and he's getting shots of the city that are like a red camera that's worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I get that for the layman that is just watching a movie, they're not really going to like notice it or like care that the camera quality isn't like different when you're using those different cameras. It's a movie, whatever. But then later in the movie, when they're in the car, Pierre points at a camera and goes, oh, we're being recorded, huh? And that's clearly shot from like a GoPro, like wide angle, lower quality camera. So I'm like, okay, so you have it. You are recording. Like, I don't know. There's that inconsistency. And then what bothered me more is that they even point out that he has a 4K camera. So it's like, okay, you're drawing attention to the fact that you know about technology and yet the tech in, you're using in this movie isn't accurate. Does that? And again, does... even he's like, oh, yeah, it can track movement with like fucking sonar and yeah, in the oh, water. And yeah, uh, dude, I even said I was like, how does it track <laughs> movement when water's constantly moving and like the dust particles and like everything? And and then, and then and I was about to write, how does it track them? But he was like, oh, no, we're set up in the parameters. And I was like, what, your scuba suits? Like, what do you mean you're set into the parameters? Like, what? I, I, yes. Yeah. So so th- those kind of things, I was like, oh, That part's what? a little weird. Um, oh, real quick, my oh, my last thing about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and I think it's only because I just watched the Wonka trailer uh, that had this a similar line as this. Uh, mm. One of the Oompa Loompas says, I'm an Oompa Loompa. And uh, Timothy Chalamet as Wonka goes, an oompa wada, and I hate it. It's not funny, and it's terrible. Mm. Your face says it all. Your fit, your reaction says it all. And there's literally yeah. a line in this movie where the guy goes, "Yeah, it's a 4K camera." And Pierre goes, "A four what?" It's a letter, motherfucker. Why would 4K? Why would you say for what to 4K? Uh, that's because K in Spanish means what? So he thought he was speaking a different language. Okay, if this was a Spanish movie, that would be fucking hilarious. That's that hilarious. That... But it, that's like, if a guy's like, yeah, it, it's in 4K for what? That's hilarious. But when they're in France and it's a French guy and it's he's just supposed to be old and doesn't understand technology, I was just like, dude, it's it's a letter. Like, you wouldn't phrase it as for, for what? I did like how they called out like the peace sign is actually like an anti-Christianity. I don't know if, if anti-Christianity is the best way to put it, but like it is like the breaking of the cross was 
the actual like symbol behind it and they kind of touched on its actual or origins yeah which i think even then that's kind of misconstrued a little bit because i believe mm. the peace sign isn't the chicken foot the peace sign is the three segments i think but people mm. people associate the chicken foot with i could have uh, this backwards okay. i might have this backwards actually i could be wrong oh could be something i'm not gonna put i'm not gonna put too many eggs in this basket because i feel like i'm wrong so like uh but we'll move on uh yeah no yeah. i did i did notice that but i thought it was funny how he also had a sticker on his case of like an octopus that i'm like very sure was close to a nazi symbol and i'm like we're not gonna point that one out i don't i can't be quite sure but isn't isn't there like a some kind of reich symbol or nazi symbol with like the head of a uh octopus and then like a legs coming out or something i could be wrong are you thinking of like hydra from because hydra was associated with nazis i think in the comics because captain america fought them <laughs> was that was that what you were thinking i think you can... <laughs> I, they, I could they'll be wrong. just give a podcast to anyone these days dude <laughs> uh i swear to god wow wow that changes wow. your whole viewpoint on the movie now. So they go under the water. They, uh, it's, so I, it's very impressive that they shot all of this underwater. Like the, I would say the next what hour of the movie is all underwater. And it, it's actually underwater. I, I looked it up and they were saying that yeah. they actually had to do each room individually and they talked about the difficulties in terms of how do you coordinate because you, you can't really give direction to people that are underwater uh trying to get them to be able to act and you know present fear and stuff like that underwater even is going as far as having to set up like wireless receptors down or not wireless some kind of communication so that way they could speak to them because yeah, this this was all actually done underwater, which I and and maybe that's another place where I give the movie a little credit is it it took an entire thing that a lot of other movies probably would have used CGI for. Oh, yeah. And did it authentically, which I, I thought was crazy. But again, maybe that's where uh, a few of the other points kind of suffered a bit because the focus was on the technical aspect of we're going to film a horror movie actually underwater with actual scuba divers uh for our actors yeah it, it wasn't scary that's the main thing for me that i cannot believe i can't believe this wasn't scary like yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little bit uh shocked um because the concept is so good it's a good concept like i love the trippy kind of like nature behind it like shouldn't some of these things be floating and shouldn't they be deteriorated and shouldn't they be like there's certain things that your your brain kind of thinks of that like are almost like you almost want to make them false but that's what makes it creepy is like whoa well why is this house so preserved well and like all these things and like but yeah i i i will say that near the beginning like their first kind of trek through the bottom of the lake and stuff mm -hmm. I kept kind of dipping in and out of this feeling of just like they're in a big pool, which they were at the end of the day. Like they, I think they made a big tank that they submerged everything. Yeah, in, in a warehouse. I yeah, think they, they had it set up. 
And I don't know why. I don't know what it is because they did a they did a good job of like putting like the dust particles and like it the, that kind of like volumetric fog where you can't see f further away and yep. like things like that. And they did a pretty good job at that. But there's just certain moments where I just feel like they're in a set. They're on a set filming this. Like they're not actually mm. under a lake. I don't know why. I. Maybe it's the lack... Well, because the only fish we see, at least at times, is a CGI fish. At certain yeah. times. Um, yeah. Like, the first Which, jump scare was for sure a CGI fish. I wrote all capitals. Oh, yeah. CGI fish! Because uh, that's the only jump scare in the first, like, half an hour or so, I'd say. Um, but I yeah. will say, I think that at least they called out that, oh... There's not even fish here, which again, it's it's haunted. The, I guess that's the fish true. Are staying away from it. I forgot they did say that. Yeah, um, and the fish works as that kind of force later on. That's like, oh, there must be an exit over here because that's where did the fish come from? We closed it out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I think that it didn't lean enough into the supernatural element. I think it saved it all too much for the end. You know. Yeah, I I agree. I think it could have. At least use things where us as the audience are witnessing, oh, stuff is happening behind them and they don't. Like one thing I thought was good was like the piano because then they go over to try to play the piano and it doesn't play. Mm, yeah. No, that's but, good. But, but they saved it for too late until you already know what's happening. I think they could have even used those as fake red herring, which I guess would be real herrings. I don't, I don't know what you call yeah. that. But incorporate a little bit more of that ominousness that you could have showed us as the audience and they don't realize. Because I felt like that's what they were trying to do by saying, oh, even the fish don't go here. Is, is they're avoiding it? But then, like, they actually even get to explore the house for a little bit. And while, like, they come across creepy stuff and even mention, like, oh, I wonder how it's still preserved. There was a lot of missed opportunity, I think, to add more fear and danger uh from the the spooky aspect yeah because for me that i know that there is a ticking clock element throughout all of it which is that they only have an hour for their thing the oxygen then, yeah but maybe it's just me but to me that's not a ticking clock element because they can just leave at any time and go to the surface that's the point it didn't become a ticking clock element until they were locked in and they were only locked in for like the last like 15 20 minutes in the movie if not if that so mm -hmm. like when she sees the cement wall um like when they try to open it to get out yeah that that is the first moment where it's like oh shit's getting real and again that's so close to the end that i'm like ah. it, it becomes very compact instead of the last 30 40 minutes of this movie is they're now trapped and something is following them in the house and and something you know cuts open their suit and now one of them is is injured earlier on there yeah they they definitely could have added more of that emphasis on or even again is somebody else in here with us that is messing with us like Pierre like yeah. they they could have added some other element Instead of waiting to like that last 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is, that there's now a wall and they can't escape. Yeah. I mean, they could or, have even had it where it collapses as soon as they kind of get in because he mm -hmm. knocks something over and now they're trapped. 
and you don't know if it's supernatural or not, but now yeah. you know they're trapped and they already have to find a way out. And he starts getting distracted by what he sees in the house. Or they could get like turned around and like, so maybe like they open the window and the cement wall is still there, but this happens way earlier in the movie. It's like she panics and wants to leave or something. But then when they check the cement wall, it's like they're also not quite sure if that's the same window. It's like, well, no, hold on. Maybe this is another end of the house. Like I got kind of turned around back there. Like there, because it like if it was a bigger house or if it, but again, like the thing about this movie that's hard to nitpick is it's kind of the same thing as like nitpicking certain things about like a video game and asking like, oh, well, why didn't they just do this? Because with this movie, it would have made it exorbitantly harder to do. Oh my like, God. You know, like if like, they were in a museum, if they were in a large building and not a house, because yeah, to your point, it becomes, how even, do you, how do you film dude, all that Even underwater? just adding another character. Now you have to add more camera angles, which means you have to, because I even, I, I did look up some of the stuff you were mentioning as well, where it's like how they filmed it. Cause I was curious too. And oh, yeah. I saw how they were saying like reverse, reverse shots that are very simple to do on normal sets. It's like, oh, this person's talking, cut to this person back and forth, like how we are right now. Uh, even doing that underwater was near impossible. And they had to like do like four takes and like reset everything. And like it would take like hours and like triple the time. So just to add one more character would be really difficult because I was I was going to say yeah. like what if there's another diver that comes down and they're like oh did Pierre tell this guy about us about it after us or something like like 20 minutes into mm -hmm. it so it's like oh is he but he's like skulking around the house and you don't really see him and they're like oh is he another diver is this the ghost like you know you don't really know but like I said adding another character makes this because I heard from what I had read, I think originally the budget was 300000 when they had the idea. I, I read this as well, yeah. Yeah, and then Blumhouse picked it up, and they thought it was a great idea, and then sold it to Epics, which is the MGM Plus uh, streaming service, apparently, mm. I guess. Uh, it was originally called Epics, and... Yeah, they bumped it up to five million dollars as the budget, and that was it's actually euros or euros, so, so five point five. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And again, to go from a three hundred thousand to five million is crazy. But again, yeah. knowing that they did all of this actually underwater, they built a house that they submerged. That yeah, I, I see where a lot of details definitely went into the house and the the scenery. Yeah, and yeah, I was realizing that we're not. And this and this is okay. I like our free-flowing conversation about movies, but I realize that we're not necessarily going through the beats of the story. But to be fair, I think the reason we're not is because there's not necessarily much beyond Pierre tells them about the place, they swim down there, and then they're just in the house. For, like, yes, they find, like, people tied up in the basement that are, like, chained up, and there's kind of, like, a sacrificial, like, marking underneath them, and there's, like, implications yeah. of torture, or the, and there's missing children pictures like up on the, the wall. occult there's clearly uh occult symbols yeah. but really it's not until the last like five maybe even five ten minutes where they come across again they're they realize they're stuck down there that he looks at a photo and he sees pierre was the son of these occult people mm. and then ben gets possessed by what i assume is the the father and then you find through the film, which I, I kind of thought was an interesting way to do it, uh, where the family had been taking kids and 
and like mutilating them for sacrifices for the occult that the villagers came in for retribution and they they killed the entire family which is kind of and and it's where a ripoff of my game yes yes it is yes absolutely i i feel like and maybe part of it was meant to kind of leave you to the imagination but when you're when you use a cult i kind of like to have a little bit more of a backstory or understanding why is pierre still sending people there um Dude, thank I, you. I kind of i kind of liked where at the end of the film where that's how they kind of explain it to you and, and break down that this is the story that the girl comes through it the screen oh yeah yeah, that was interesting. I it was it's a nice it like it's aesthetically I thought it was a good like kind of scare. But mm-hmm. I think once I thought about her like waiting behind the screen for her cue, it made me laugh. Like like <laughs> waiting for <laughs> yeah, for Ben to start screaming and then she's like ah like comes through like but <laughs> but no, that was good. I I did actually like that. Um there were some things I liked. I did note I will say. Um but no, what, what, did you want to say anything more about that? Uh, no, that but again, like even to kind of back to your point, that's kind of the movie is is that last 15, 20 minutes is really the the big situation where they go down into this basement dungeon and they find this occult stuff. And he sees I think it's like body parts from, you know, the kids that are in the closet Uh she goes through kind of like this, this not really hypnosis. Cause I think she really experiences it where the two bodies are gone and she gets trapped in the chains and she gets yeah, injured. Yeah. That was kind of confusing. Um, I, I didn't necessarily like how that was conveyed. I, because I don't hate the idea. And once I realized what was going on, I liked the idea, but, um, so one, it's a little too chaotic. I think something about it being underwater, it's just all bubbles at one point. Like literally for one, a couple shots, it's just mm-hmm. all bubbles. And I get that that's realistic, but this isn't, and that's where this kind of draws this line. This isn't like a documentary film. This isn't paranormal activity. This is a movie. So I want a clear shot of her spinning around under this water. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not all yeah. from their perspective. So why only show us this crazy but especially when it's so disorienting um and two was the red light thing so my first like initial thought and i don't know maybe this was on purpose could have been but my first initial thought that was that when this red light happened that she was almost kind of like moving into a different dimension because like things were different there like the people were missing and like her boyfriend was gone and like because remember like when he comes back, he's like, I've been here the whole time. I was literally standing right here. You, I turned around and then you were hanging upside down. What What's going yep. on? Yeah. So yeah, he, he was like, I didn't leave. Yeah. Which could be maybe that's him starting to become possessed. I don't know. But also I thought, oh, she like went into another like dimension for a second. Mm-hmm. But then it's revealed that the red light is the motion sensor from Sam or Tom or whatever that little the thing camera, is called. The yeah. peeping Tom. The peeping Tom. Exactly. Yeah, Tom. Uh, and that's cool. That's a good element that I think they should have established better. Like, yes, there's that scene where they're like, oh, he's seeing something move. But all I'm thinking is like, well, how is he seeing something move? 
so it, it kind of ruined that. But then later I was like, well, I do like the idea of the red light being the thing that tells us like something's happening because like, for example, in the game Death Stranding, this is a weird kind of mm -hmm. uh, shout out, I guess, but it, you'll see where I connect it. In the game Death Stranding, there's these like invisible ghosts kind of around you uh, and monsters and you have this machine on you and there's like a baby attached. I'm not going to get into all this, but there's this machine on you that when you're close enough, I know, when you're close enough to the monster, it kind of like, and then like tracks where the monster is, but you can't see it. And it's this very tense, horrifying thing where you're like, I know that it's right next to me, but I can't see it. And this thing is just going off and it's telling you that it's right next to you, you know? So in this movie, I was getting that feeling a few parts where it's like, okay, the red light is on. She's looking around and nothing is there, but you know, something is there. That's effective. I like that. I just don't think it was conveyed well enough at the beginning for me to realize that's what was happening. I, I don't know. Because if it was something to where, like, there's the floodlight on that, and that's the only source of light. So whatever that thing is looking at, and that light will shift to a red once ever there's motion that maybe shouldn't be there, whatever they want to explain for their super fancy sonar device. If, like, in one of the transitions to the red, there's, like, then somebody standing there. And then mm -hmm. it flickers, and then it's gone, and it's like, wait a minute. Th go. Those are ways you could have used that red light element that we understand, okay, that red is supposed to, like, signify, exemplify that Emblify. something is... Emblify. That's the word. Emblify that something is there. Yeah. Even if you can't see it. Uh, definitely... Well should it have been you know what maybe no maybe this wouldn't have worked either but maybe it should have been a heat signature why motion like because then at least with the heat signature thing you can say like oh well that's our bodies we're fine but oh wait what's this third body wait hold on there's another electric uh, like electric pulses the kind of way sharks sure. are able to sensor again if you're if you're telling me that he has the ability to have this 4k which i think if he was an engineer it makes way more sense than this broke guy who's trying to make a lot of money because bro just sell whatever that is and you've got like yeah like twenty thousand dollars yeah to maybe 400k to be honest dude like that thing's not that's and, military you know what? yeah with, with all this sonar yeah you you stole something from or or that like he stole it from someone in and oh i do have a note sorry real quick i did have a note that she yeah. says every time she says send in the drone she sounds like a military sergeant like she she says it like four Is it times. Star Wars. Yeah, she's like send in the drone. Like every time she says it the same way. It's really funny. Um, yeah, uh, that it's there's parts of this movie that I did like. Let me let me look through my notes real quick. Um, uh, oh, I wrote jump scare Jesus. Oh, Jesus there, with like the eyes open. Like I thought it was like oh that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was creepy. But I didn't. But I didn't understand. Like, I did. The, you know what it was for me? They didn't show well enough that his eyes were closed first. The first time around. Because I they, wasn't they sure. Like, you know? if he had touched it and his hand, like, goes over the eyes so that way you're paying more attention. Because when I saw it, my first thought wasn't, oh, its eyes were closed. Once I realized, oh, they were using this as a jump scare, I'm like, oh, was his eyes closed? Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't even remember. So I was like, I, I don't even know. Um, yeah, surprisingly enough, actually, I don't, I don't, don't really have that many more notes. Uh, because actually, 
because we just naturally talked about a lot of the stuff I have written. Um, yeah. I do like the idea of like ghosts walking underwater. Like, like when that woman comes in the room and she's walking on the floor. Yeah, that so, looks super good. It's so good. And I get that that's the only time that they could do that because it probably took 12 hours to figure out oh, how to do that. You know what I mean? Like, not doing what that's that with CGI is insane. Like that's awesome, but that's I just, actual breath control for like yeah. three minutes. Yeah, and then the the younger same thing with the daughter when she's like in the room with them in the uh, theater at the end. Mm -hmm. Like she's clearly mm -hmm. acting with them in like an enclosed room with only a few openings, like holding her breath just like for like easily Not thirty really to forty seconds. Any bubbles out that yeah, yeah no it looked really good. Yeah it's it's that's that part of it is is crazy good but yeah it just sucks that because of that limitation it's like okay we could only do this once here's this scene where the woman's walking on the floor and it looks super dope but all the rest of the scenes they're gonna kind of have to be floating and swimming towards you which is fine it still looked creepy i still liked that uh i i didn't uh I, maybe i won't skip ahead to the, the the very end but so anyway ben gets possessed he gets they get yep. separated Ben gets possessed, and I did write down because um, she starts going Ben, Ben, and I wrote Ben more like Ben with two E's, with two E's. That was, ter that was terrible. Yeah. Don't ever, don't ever say that again. All right, it's better. It's a better <laughs> red joke than it is said out loud. It's, it's a, it's a thinker. So, <laughs> um, okay. So let's. I guess we'll just kind of get to the end. We're, we're, there's not too much more to talk about, I guess. Unless there's some another scene you can recall. No, I, I kind of like how they called out like, oh, how is everything so preserved? And that I think is supposed to indicate more of the haunted aspect. But again, yeah. there's, there's not a whole lot of that. Because once you say, oh, everything is preserved... Well, then you know everything is preserved because it's haunted. There, there's no additional element. Like if they yeah. saw a, like some like the silhouette of a person outside the windows, and it becomes somebody else out there. That's another element that could signify: is there someone? Is it yeah. something? Someone fucking um, with them? Yeah, I, I, this this movie suffers from something that I'm gonna make up right now. And this is a term I'm making up right now. And it, it's, I'm calling it a because ghost movie. Um, it's Ooh. where things happen and they don't bother explaining it because ghost. That's really all there is. Like, it's like, oh, why did that thing do that? Like, why was there a cement wall over the window? Because ghost. You know, and it's like, like what? Like, okay, well, okay, then why did this happen? Because ghost. And it's like, it, it, at least in movies like Insidious, they they at least try to create a grounded meaning and like lore lore and explain what the demon can do or like and it never does things that it it, it never like changes reality around someone in their real life and then goes oh well it only did that because it's a ghost no it's like it does things purposefully and like yeah I, this movie kind of failed at that a little bit something i thought they could have very easily done and they could have just added this in in the movie that you watch at the end on the film is that it's like a demon of preservation where by sacrificing all these bodies it promised to preserve them for eternity 
And yeah. that's why the house, everything, their souls are still there because it it did preserve it, but only in that house. So if they left that house, the spirits would actually die and, and cease to exist. Yeah. So they, along with everything in the house, will always be permanently preserved. Yeah, no, I like that. Or even like, if you think like you could have made the lore deeper, like have more stuff outside of just this lake and house and where it's like, because, you know, we see that uh, vacation spot that's like hustling and bustling, you know, mm -hmm. like, let's say that that's only so hustling and bustling and it's doing so well for the community because of these sacrifices and that if they stop these sacrifices, it will stop this community from doing so well. And like, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's almost like more stakes to it or it, it actually like helps the story along where it's like, Oh, well, it even explains Pierre. If he stops, then the souls of his parents will actually die. And because mm -hmm. of what they've done, they'll be tortured in hell. Yeah. And, and that would give a reason as to why Pierre has to continue always doing this because again, without it, he just does it because he's evil. And again, that because can he's always be a done reason. it. Yeah, that's it, they don't really but, explain it. it. It just sounded like a crackpot family. It didn't sound like there was an actual. It, it didn't sound like they were actually sacrificing people to do anything. It sounded like they were just sacrificing people. Do you know what I mean? Like it, they didn't explain why. Like, um, and I, I guess like the the fact that there are ghosts and things of that nature that it shows that there is a supernatural element. So they were clearly sacrificing to something that's supernatural, but yeah, they never explain it really. Um, and then, so yeah, Ben gets possessed and is, he's doing that creepy thing. And again, this is the thing that is just because ghost, they, they never explain that he's possessed, but they never explain that he's like, is he just enchanted? Like, cause he's kind of like, well, the house, this is our house now. Oh, this is safe here. We should, we need to stay here. We were always meant to be here. Like, it, it's like things you say in a horror movie. Like, that's, oh, that's what the creepy guy would say when you're trapped with him. But I don't feel anything because they didn't, like, like, he should, like, they could have even made it where he had a connection to this house. Like, he's like, oh, I went here when I was a kid. Or so, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, oh, he finds old pictures. And then he's like, I love this house. And then he wants to stay. Or so, you know, like, you could have done so much more with that character to make it make sense. You know? Or the the souls there were trying to take their bodies and actually escape the house, but they needed a living body. Like there's, there could have been reasons. Yeah, yeah. Or or yeah. Like I even fucking I'm gonna dive head first into my idea that like I think Ben should have brought her there from the beginning. That was his childhood house. He's in a, is in on it with Pierre, and like <laughs> yeah. This is a picture where Pierre's his father like, again. There are more things that could have been as to why they got to the house, as to why the souls were possessed, as to why the house was preserved, but they just never gave you any kind of indication of it. And yeah. I, I was actually hoping when I was like, oh, that's right, there's, a, there's an end credit. The end credit just shows that the process continues. I, I was hoping that would at least like answer something where he's like yeah. opening up a book and it's a journal and you can see on the page that it's explaining, you know, like I uh, I've sent this many and hopefully after doing this many more, all have accomplished X, Y, Z. Yeah. And it. Yeah. Another, just, another another two down, 
you know, the evil's been suppressed for one more day. And then at least, you know, like, oh, he's doing it for a purpose. You know, I don't know. It's uh, something. I, that end credit scene was bullshit. That's not even an end credit yeah. scene. I'm glad I fa have fast forward functions because if I, uh, for a second, I thought, I'm assuming you learned that by looking it up later. No, what I've typically done with watching horror movies now, because it's something Amanda and I just like doing is is I fast forward through the credits okay, just to see if there's anything at the very tail end. Because watching the movie, the only thing I could assume was that you and Amanda were just standing up for so long, clapping during the credits, that eventually it's it scrolled so far down that it got to the end and you went, whoa, encore, oh my God, there's encore. another scene. <laughs> No, yeah, I fast-forwarded through the credits. I'm sorry, I'm uh, I did kidding. not need to see. Yeah, I, I there Also, how many fucking people worked on this movie? That's actually my very first note. The it, which makes sense because of how much they had to do. Yeah, but yeah, the the credits when they rolled, there was like nine companies that were like in association with blank, a production with blank, an association with blank, an association with, and I was like, holy All production shit! Props <laughs> stuff it has to be. Yeah, it's crazy. But it makes sense why they would put them at the forefront, too. That's such a big part of this movie. Um, oh, it's my hard gosh, yeah. yeah. It, I can see this movie being looked back on as kind of a pivot for where they're like, oh, this is when they started filming movies underwater for real. Like, suck it, yeah, James Cameron. Yeah, without CGI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they're like, we found a way to actually create underwater movies and again like to your point when they were walking across and they're actually in the water with them and they're not in the scuba suits it becomes holy shit like that is technically really impressive yeah it's really good i just um, i just wanted the story because if the story matched that's a knockout movie that's an incredible yeah. way to do a horror movie this is the hydrox to some other movies oreo do you know what i mean yeah yeah somebody is gonna see this idea and say I know how to perfect. I know how to put the story behind it and I'll get all the people that did the technical side of it. And then you have, you have a crazy equation because you might even be able to do some kind of, I don't know if you could use that effect for space movies for like low gravity scenes and the scuba mm. suits are actually designed to be like spacesuits. But mm. I, I think there's, there is a way to create a new style of movie genre with this yeah, But yeah, maybe this just had to be someone's first attempt. And that is one of the things that I was reading was they were saying making this movie was like making a movie for the first time because there's no outline for how to build a movie underwater. Yeah. Hey, maybe uh, maybe Markiplier's Iron Lung will use some of these tactics. Who knows? Have you seen he's making a movie? Saw that? No. Good oh. for him. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I had heard about it. I just haven't seen anything on it. Yeah, he's got a trailer out. It's very, it's a teaser trailer. You, it doesn't okay. really show very much at all, but the, it looks cool. I like the idea a lot too. Um, it's based on one of the games he played previously. Square, which Square is, Aquarium, which is crazy to think about that this dude just made an like an indie game online that's like, you know, pretty like, like I would say it's not AAA, but it's not like nothing. You know, it's just like oh, it's a good game. Mm. And now they're making a fucking huge budget movie out of it. And Markiplier's the main star. And it's like, oh, it's fucking crazy. I mean, look at FNAF. Shit like that. We haven't talked about FNAF. Have you watched it yet? Not yet. I, I definitely want to watch All it, right. though. I have not All seen right. that yet. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it eventually. Maybe that should be my suggestion for this week. I don't know. Ooh, uh, but anyway, uh, 
I don't want to move on from the movie just yet. We'll we'll give okay. our ratings okay. here. But I did just want to talk about the end. How did you feel about that? How, how do you feel about her kind of almost escape? What I, I kind of liked about it was it didn't just give you that ending of, well, there's the one survivor and she made it out. Because, again, it becomes, if she does make it out, how does she make it back? He had the keys. Pierre would have been waiting if they had survived. So it was one of those... I think the ending made sense in terms of... And, and looking back to your timing thing, that is another interesting thing to kind of point out in, in her not being able to make it. So I thought that they did a good job with not ending it on, you know, there has to be a survivor. Somebody has to be able to make it. Yeah. I I kind of wish she survived. I think it would have... And that's so weird because, like, I'm usually the advocate for, like, darker endings and things like that. You know, like... More I, realistic, I, if, yeah, if you want to call it that. Sure, but the direction this movie was going is I think I would have been better off with, like, a... Like, a am cheering. Like, fuck yeah! Like, she got out. This is, like, a schlocky 80s, like, ending. Like, yeah, she got yeah. away from the monster. Like, I think I would have enjoyed that a little bit more. And especially because of that intro where it's like if she's at first she's lying about well like how i took it that she's lying about right. like her time and stuff um that it's almost like after the the her air tank gets pulled off by the ghosts and she has to fly mm -hmm. swim up i was hoping that there would be a moment where like her watch like after it disconnects it starts like ticking how long she has without her error thing mm. and then it starts reaching like 122 123 124 and she's like huh, huh. and then at 125 mm. 130 she makes it to the top and then it's like yeah like she did it more than she did at the beginning yeah they set that up and she did it and then she because this movie almost tried to make it seem like it's an ego thing i like i think the movie is trying to do that i think they're trying to like with the youtuber guy he he's kind of supposed to be the emblification of uh no like the guy who just wants to do anything for views so when something starts yeah. to get a little dicey it's like oh well just imagine how many views could this can get and yeah his comeuppings was to be possessed and stuck down there and then for her it was kind of meant to be like like i felt like it was almost meant to be like the lie at the very end is what got her killed because if she had been able to survive for three minutes she would have been able to swim up mm, all the way without okay. the breath okay but it doesn't really work. Like, I, I like, cause, so I don't want to say that that's what they were going for. I'm not trying to, like, blame them and be like, oh, you failed entirely at your fucking job and goal. But it felt like that was a setup for something. And it just mm -hmm. never followed through. Like, why focus so much on the time that she breathed? And then that's never brought up again yeah in the movie it's kind of weird because he, he even says it again he's like oh well we have 85 percent, and you can breathe for three minutes or no we have an hour worth of air and you can breathe for three minutes we'll be fine like he outright says it again so it's like uh, yeah that three minutes is going to come into play and it never does and i'm like why it's, it's henrik's gun exactly Chekhov's that, fish that Check that one off the list. I got it wrong again. That's right. All right, let's uh, let's let's give our final ratings here. I think All we'll right. wrap this up here. Uh, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, I think you go first because I want to get your unbiased decision on what you felt this movie was. 
I'm acting like I have it written down. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I can't see that if you have something written. I didn't write down a, a grade, I'm realizing now. Uh, I, four out of ten. I give it a C. Because the water. Oh, God damn it. I, no, I, 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 sorry, sorry. I just, I, no, you're good. four is a little harsh. No, I got to go with my gut. Four. A strong four. Strong four. But a four, nonetheless. Okay. Yeah. Out of I, ten. I give it a soft six. Okay. Because, and I think a part of that is, I think just, I've never seen a movie filmed underwater before. To incorporate that into a horror movie, I, I think they did the best with what they had. Not to say that it couldn't have been done better, but watching it the second time, although I do feel that the movie was a little, it felt longer than it was than the first time I watched it. Your yeah. first time around watching it, I felt like, uh, I was like, this is really engaging. I don't really know what to expect. The second time watching it, like my second view, I probably would have given it closer to a five. But going based on, you know, how I originally felt when I had first watched it and what I thought the movie did well, uh, I'm going to give it a soft six. All right. Yeah, I, I have to give it a four just because there was too many elements of it that pulled me out. And it it was really good at making the, you feel claustrophobic in this house underwater, but almost too much so where I couldn't like I needed breathing room. It's like it's like I said, I almost needed that kind of <laughs> airspace. Yeah, right. Uh and not even because I felt like, oh, God, it's so tight in here. It's just because oh, like right. I felt like I can't see anything. I can't keep track of what room they're in. I can't keep track of who's like in front of who. And so, like, mm -hmm. yeah, it felt like I need a place for them to reset and like collect their thoughts and then have to be forced to go back into the horror instead of just being always in this like claustrophobic like mess kind of a thing for me um yeah I didn't hate it didn't love it didn't even really like it it was just like okay it happened i liked it less than i see you but i liked it more than terrorize I okay you gave yeah. terrorize a 10 out of 10 no, I didn't. I think I gave that a three. <laughs> didn't I give it a three? I think I, I, that might be generous, but yeah, I, I think it was in the bottom. I, that I think was your lowest rated movie. My only, my only ten out of tens have been The Big Lebowski and Southland Tales. Pretty sure. Did you? I on my letterbox, I changed Southland Tales to a ten out of a ten. Oh my God, Letterbox! Thank you for reminding me. I will update I my Letterbox. I haven't done it in uh, a minute either, so it's okay. I we're we're gonna get that updated, and you will shoot. No, I feel like that might be too much work to have like a Neon Valley like Letterbox based on the average of our scores. Oh, we could, we might be able to figure something out there. I'm gonna figure something out. Can ask ChatGPT to figure it out for us. I'm sure they can do that. Oh, I just realized I'm hitting a bunch of things. I was like, I'm going to like exit the stream on accident and <laughs> shut my computer right. off by typing. <laughs> it's just like, no, I just lose all the recording. Um, all right. What do you got for me? All right. So oh, am I still here? I oh, maybe I hear you. Yep. I can see. Yeah. Okay. 
I, so I, I clicked just, something and then I couldn't see myself, but I'm so fine. I just need to check something real quick. Yeah. Yeah, this is perfect. Okay, because this episode will come out on Thanksgiving, so that means next episode will come out on the 30th. So basically almost the 1st of December. Awesome. All right, so There's in that case... No, nah, man. This is Jim carrey Sember. Okay, all of my movies Ooh. are going to be Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim's going to carry us through December? Yeah, because... While I don't know, but hope that you've seen The Grinch, I would like to watch that this Christmas uh, for Jim Carrey and just talk about it. Okay. The Jim Carrey one? The okay. Jim Carrey one. Yeah, of course. I've seen all right. The Jim all right. I, dude, I just got to ask. By the way, real quick, I'm probably going to cut this out. Do you remember what movie it was that I said? I feel like recently in like the last episode of the one before I said a movie that you said you hadn't seen and it, it was really a Jim Carrey one. No, it wasn't 23. Not that one. It was another oh. one that really threw me off where I was just like, whoa, wait, hold on. You haven't seen this. Like everyone has seen this, but I can't. I, I know it wasn't the Godfather, but was it something like that? The only good news is we have recordings of it. We do. I do. I just have to listen back, but I can't remember when or what either. The, okay. the problem is, is so many movies that happens with. I need to start taking better notes. I have notes randomly sprawled on my computer that are like movies you haven't seen, like lists. Uh, but that's right. Welcome to Jim. Jim that's right, Carrie. baby. Welcome to Jim Sember, baby. Carrie Sem. D. Woo! Carrie. Jim Sember. I like that better. Welcome to Jim Sember. Uh, so your movie this week is going to be Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Never heard of that. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Everybody, hold on. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, I'm sure there's not too many movies that have that title. I believe it's on Peacock. For free, if you have Peacock, which I oh, know okay. you and Amanda are big Office fans, so I'm assuming you have Peacock. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I will watch that movie before our next conversation. Hell yeah, I think you'll like it. Uh, I almost okay. went with another horror movie. I think it's just because we've been in this this like yeah. lane, um, mm -hmm. that I almost went with another one, but I was like, no, 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 let's take it back a notch. Um, yeah. So this one is a bit more of like a drama, romance, comedy, uh, yeah, a little bit of a mind fuck. It. It's an interesting movie. You'll, <laughs> I think you'll, I think you'll like it. I think. Okay. When you get. Don't talk, you can't talk about it though. I know, I know. Just when you get into it, you'll be like, this is the most Tyler movie. Like you'll understand why I'm suggesting it. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like your suggestion so far. Yeah. But all right. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for watching and uh, and listening. Yeah, watching for the first time. We didn't even make it a big thing that this is our first like visual episode, but whatever it is. You're here now, and that's all that really matters. Anyway, thank you, guys. Uh, we will see you in the next episode.